Hey everybody, Brian here. I hope you all enjoyed the world builder. A quick reminder, if you noticed, we took a week off of episodes. That'll be the case moving forward between recording sessions. This session was split into two parts. So there will be an episode this week and next week. Then a one-week break before we pick up at session two. I'll probably remind everyone again next time I drop in. Uh, I know that's a bit unorthodox, but we're trying to buy a little time so we can record our other game, Super Quest Omega. Um, so... Uh, session one of FBATS is based on Batman the Animated Series episode titled On Leather Wings. It was written by Mitch Bryan and directed by Kevin Altieri and originally aired September 6th, 1992. Uh, these are details I always meant to include in the original recordings. I know I do in some, uh, sometimes at the beginning, sometimes at the end, uh, but I wasn't consistent in that. I figure it was mainly due to some pre-game jitters I experienced while operating as a game master. FBATS is technically my first full campaign, and recording it was exciting and a bit nerve-wracking at the same time. Uh, this one was a big milestone for me and the boys because it proved that the formula worked and was going to continue working to make this show. Phew! <laughs> so without further ado, here's Session 1, Part 1. The city of Waterdeep is overrun with crime. Jewel thieves, kidnappers, and everything in between are afoot in the famed city of Splenda, proving too much for the city watch to handle. Luckily, the watchful eyes of good have taken notice, springing into action and breathing life back into vigilante justice are the heroes, Flashbang and the Surgeon. Criminals beware. Everybody, this is Brian from the Dungeon Cast. We are here today doing our superhero game, which remains to be named at this point. Right now, I'm calling it um, Flashbang and the Surgeon, or FBATS for short. Um, yeah, I'm going to be your Dungeon Master for the entirety of this campaign, with maybe a few exceptions depending on what we do down the road. Uh, this is a campaign set in Waterdeep, um, a city in the Forgotten Realms uh, stream of things. I think it's called the City of Splendor. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a superhero game, mainly featuring two, possibly three characters, sometimes guest spots, etc. And um, yeah, we're going to have some boys fighting crime. Our first boy is on my left. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Steven, and I'll be playing as Brandon Bobby. He's um, a construction worker, and his superhero persona is the surgeon and let's see his costume yeah, let's get your mic like right oh. right there okay yeah. uh his costume is basically him wearing spandex and um like a luchador style as spandex. a surgeon right yes yeah yeah with like a surgeon face mask and the little cap nice. for his head cool and combat boots yes okay <laughs> um and over here we have uh, we have your special guest Jake. Uh, I will be Don't playing. It. Don't you ever forget me. I <laughs> will <laughs> uh, be playing Lucian Amakir, the half or not the half elf, the wood elf uh, monk. 
my superhero persona is going to be Flashbang. Uh, his costume is uh, kind of free-flowing, like Assassin's Creed, like monk robes uh, with like a sun motif mask over my face. Uh, looking real, looking real nice. Yeah, because we do want to keep up the um, like the classic style of Bruce Wayne and Peter Parker and um, what's his name, Daredevil. <laughs> like how they have secret personas. Um, they have secret identities. They keep their personal life separate from their superhero life. And you guys generally fight crime at night, like Batman would. It's true. Um, okay, so there's introductions and. We've done a world-building episode. I highly recommend you listen to it, but if this is your first episode, welcome. And uh, I think we should just jump into it. Have you guys seen... We do have a map of Waterdeep here that you guys can keep over by you. Um, But I might need it every now and again (laughs) to mark stuff unless you guys want to do it for me. Um, In the World Builder, you guys did meet um, Mr. Anders, who is um, a pretty old, like an elderly gentleman, maybe in his like mid-60s. He walks with a cane and a hunch. And uh, he's got like a real like deep gruff voice and like a um, sultry is that the word like look on his face, <laughs> and uh, he's gray. He's got a full head of hair, but it's it's like combed back and gray, and he's real wrinkly. He's got like just like this mean look on his face all the time. But he's usually pretty nice to you guys. Um, it has been one week since you became superheroes under his. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. His maybe not his charge, but he is uh, your his like tutelage. Yeah, like he's you're like your spiritual guide, pretty much. Um, so today we are going to go on our first official adventure as superheroes. Um, but before, yeah, uh, and just <laughs> just so you guys have this, uh, here's a map of the Anders Manor. He is. Um, he never has mentioned that he's super rich, but like he's super rich, and you can tell by his abode. Um, I think in the world builder, we went like on the first floor down a hallway and to the right, and then there yeah. was just like a room full of like crazy shit and like a little guy, a little gnome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, on this map, there's a basement level. That is where maybe he went down the hall into a door on the right but it wasn't a door it was a statue that he like touched the bottom of a spear the statue was holding with his cane and it didn't slide slide to the side or like anything like that it like opened up it kind of like folded from like let's you know how you unzip like a sweater or something from the middle it kind of looked like that just like folded and peeled away and revealed a spiral staircase almost like the reverse version of Dumbledore's office like how there's a um, a phoenix guarding it and you say the password and it like I don't know what happened on that like either got out of the way or whatever but it was a spiral staircase up this is a spiral staircase down and it goes into this basement level where there was like tables with like beakers and like Bunsen burners and like shit hanging from the wall like suits old suits of armor and like mm. glass cases with like antiques in it and things like that and just a fuck ton of books there's just a fuck ton of tone like to- thick tomes books all kinds of stuff down here and there was a little gnome um named he's got gnomes and in, in Waterdeep have like a weird naming convention where their like last name is kind of split up um so his name was con small lowercase capital stan and uh, lowercase teen at the end. So he goes by Stan, but his full name is Constantine. And um, he he is uh, your R&D department, pretty much. He works with uh, Mr. Anders on that just that, research and development. 
And uh, I believe, did we give you guys your superhero costumes in the World Builder already? Or did you not get them yet? I believe we designed them. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's just, let's call it there. Um, Whatever happens in this episode is now canon. So um, you designed your costumes, which you've already described. Mm -hmm. And it's been a week since the World Builder. So basically what happened is there was a, a jewel heist by somebody called the Rouge Rogue. Right. Or the Rouge Rogue, sorry. I keep fucking it up because I fucked it up <laughs> a bunch. Uh, but yeah, they broke into uh, Mr. Anders' daughter's store, stole the gems, and you guys went into pursuit, but eventually he got away, which definitely listened to the world builder. <clears throat> That's good. He gets away. You guys are arrested. Um, but Mr. Anders and his daughter, Pamela, bail you out. So and take you under his wing as he's like, Hey, you want to be superheroes? You did a pretty good job. Not great, but it could be better. (laughs) (laughs) I see the potential here. Definitely need some work. Um, but yeah, he, you guys agreed and you've been fighting crime for a week. Um, and you, you might have some stock superhero, uh, clothing on just like a basic black, uh, robes maybe with like a general face mask. And Mm -hmm. you guys have been going on routine patrols and fighting crime. Um, very much nothing major street level crime, but like, was there any, I want to ask you that, keep that in mind. I just want to ask you also, was there anything of note that happened this week? And Mm. you guys can have the opportunity right now to tell me. And that's kind of the style we're going to move in through these games is I'm going to prompt you with questions like this and you guys can have free reign on how you answer and help me build the world as we go. Hmm. Hmm. And you're talking about in terms of crime fighting or just yeah? I want to know. Spent. It's been one week, yeah. and you've been what have living. We done your, in that yeah, week, what did basically? you guys? Was there anything that like sticks out to you guys that you did that you can think of that you maybe maybe not? Maybe there wasn't. Maybe you just maybe you stopped like a mugging or like maybe you um, like there was some grant some wagon theft auto going on <laughs> that you prevented or like I don't know what anything anything in particular. Um, I want to say probably some some minor muggings, definitely. Okay. Um, nice. I being in that in that temple, I have kind of like a, a bird's eye view of everything. So I think I had a pretty good idea of what was going on. Yeah. So you live uh, on up on a hill in Waterdeep. Yeah. yeah. Kind of overlooks the city. Has a nice view. The sun hits it really good, which is kind of the point because yeah. you're a um, sun. Uh, Path of the Sun yeah. is that what it's called? Path of the Sun Path Temple. Of the Sun yeah. Temple. Yeah. So you, um, you're typically one of like the major uh, clergymen there. Uh, so we, that's probably worth mentioning. But yeah, you. So you've uh, been yes. you've been looking out. I have been looking out from from my from my pier atop. So t- <laughs> typically after patrols, you guys check in with Anders, and he's like, "Hey, anything anything go down?" Like basically, I guess what I should be asking is, "Did you report anything to Anders of significance?" Like. Did you notice any patterns or blah, 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 or just anything at all? Just some, you know, petty crime as far as myself. What about you, uh, Brandon? Did you do anything? I was just trying to discover my abilities and test them. So I kind of just staked out by my workplace. Nice. (laughs) Checked out the parking lot. You know, it's like the city. So (laughs) did you catch like a copper thief that was like trying to go into your construction area and like steal all the copper out of the building? So basically I I just like had, I just like. Got a high point and just look at all of the vehicles nearby and nice. just watched for robbers, really. You cool. know, anything and come up? Yeah, but then as soon as I ran up to them, they just ran away. Okay. Know? 
So you scared him. You effectively stopped the crime, but you scared him off. Yeah, like, but I really wanted to engage. Right. You know, and yeah, I couldn't own up to <laughs> Anders at all. Oh, okay. With that. Got it. So, um, did you guys spend the week kind of like doing your own thing, or did you roll together? Uh, I want to say we rolled together at least a couple times. Yeah, a couple nights definitely. We got yeah, to man. Get... With our costumes, we had to try. Well, you, okay. So <laughs> I don't know. If you we've you have cool them. costumes on, yeah. but they're stock. They're like yeah, that we haven't Amazon. gotten. Yeah. yeah, you haven't gotten your official <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Okay, but there, it's in the works. You've been checking in, and when you go in to check with Anders, he takes you down to the basement typically to talk. And uh, Stan was there, and he's like, "Hey, this, it's coming along." Uh, I'm sorry, let me do my Stan voice. He's like, "Please, uh, hello, sirs. It's it's coming along quite nicely. I'm uh, I'm doing good work with these costume designs you've given me. Thank you. I cannot wait, Stan. I did have a question for you. Um, let's call this like let's call it like sat Saturday night Saturday before the end night, of the week. Okay. Um, you know, in my weeks of or in my week of Crime fighting, I noticed I don't necessarily like this longsword very much. Uh, I was no? wondering, do you have... My precious longsword? It's, it's a beautiful longsword, don't get me wrong. Ah, uh, but it doesn't quite fit the hands. It, it does not. It doesn't I quite see. feel right. I was wondering, do you possibly have something in a, in a spear or, or a javelin, perhaps? Something of that nature oh, that yes, I Oh, yes, absolutely. Basics we have. Uh, I, have, I, have uh, I have both, sir. Do you do... Uh, can I... Could I please exchange, possibly, this beautiful longsword for an even beautifuler spear, please? Well, it'll be just as beautiful. Oh, then And I'm... it might have different damage die. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the knows? stats of weapons. But here we go. And he goes, uh, he turns around from the table he's at, and he, uh, there's a, like a, like a big bookcase, right? Mm. And he, like, pulls a, like, green book out from, like, a shelf that's, like, low. He's a gnome, so he's, like, pulling, like, the second shelf book. Mm. Pulls it. And he steps back, and the bookshelf turns, does a 180, and on the back, there is a rack of basic weapons Ooh. of all varieties. And he uh, takes the longsword from you in two hands, and uh, he hangs it up on the... He's wearing, like, chain gloves, and he uh, just grabs okay. it by the, like, by the blade and, yeah. like, shoves it up into the rack. And it, like... Have you seen those things where you, you strap them to the wall, or, like, you drill them into the wall, and they hold, like, your brooms... And you just kind of like, they're like rubber or whatever, like. But for swords. Yeah, but for swords. I like it. (laughs) So, and he pulls off, um, what did you want, a spear? or A a, spear. Yeah, he pulls out a basic spear, uh, maybe two of them, and he hands them to you. He's like, here you are, sir, spears. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll grab one, and then, um, you know, I'm also wondering, can I have a, oh, I want to find a longbow as well. Could I have a longbow, please, Stan, as well? Uh, Yes, absolutely. And uh, he he takes a longbow off and he's like, "Now look at the. This is uh, this is actually elven in nature. Ooh. Look at the look at the woodwork on this. It's it's beautiful, isn't it? Sir? I want to marvel at it, please. Yes, yeah, totally. Like, do. This is a beautiful piece of craftsmanship. Thank you, Stan. I bought it at the local armory. Oh, I have to visit. <laughs> I have to visit this blacksmith because they are beautiful work. It's actually a woodsmith that makes <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch, Stan. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Um, Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Yeah, you are welcome. I just want to walk away. (laughs) God damn. Brandon. Okay. Are you you suitably equipped? Uh, uh, What do do I have right now? Right now you have a battle axe, I think it is. Mm. It's versatile, so you can two-hand it or one-hand it, and then you have two hand axes that you, I think you were wearing them like guns. Yes. 
Okay. Oh, right. So I already have them. Yes. No, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I don't need any adjustments. Glad to hear it, sir. Gorgeous. Excellent. Excellent. Great uh, job, Stan. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. I didn't make any of these weapons, but um, <laughs> I am almost. You done supply with them so well, though. I do supply them very well with <laughs> someone else's money. Now, <laughs> I, I'm almost done with your costume design, sir. Probably by tomorrow, perhaps the next day, depending on if I get the mater- special materials I need. Latex is surprisingly hard to come by. Oh. But uh, it should be here shortly. Gorgeous. I cannot, cannot wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. God damn it. <laughs> and he shows you, um, I'm actually done with uh, with the upper portions of your costumes, and I'm done with your boots, sir. And uh, he shows you your battle boots that you described earlier, and he shows you your face mask, Ooh, uh, Lucian, yes. and he shows uh, he shows you your surgeon upper yes. your face mask. And your, he's like, I just went to the hospital and they gave them to me for free, but here they are. I've kind of outfitted them with a little more extra oomph so they don't tear or break. Uh, Looks good. Yeah, I can't wait to definitely. see where that's perfect. <laughs> um, so another day or two goes by, mm. and um, you guys are summoned. I, I, I'm i trying to figure out how, like, Anders... Maybe you guys just check in on a regular basis right now. Um, we'll call it that. I'm going to figure out some way that you guys get, like, a call. Um, I've got something in the works. Maybe we'll <laughs> handle it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so you guys show up at the, like, dusk, probably, to check in. Um, this is like your main weekly check in. Let's call it like Monday, something like that. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and let's see some official stuff. Um, this episode's inspiration was drawn on by an episode of Batman the Animated Series uh, called On Leather Wings. Um, it was directed by Kevin Altieri and written by Mitch Bryan. Uh, the original date of release was September 6, 1992, on primetime and September 24th, 1992 on weekday. Um, and I'll save the villain of this episode for later. It's also listed here. Um, and the description, which I also wrote here. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> kind of a spoiler. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so recap of Session Zero, which was the world builder. There was the um, the Rouge Rogue heist. Um, you met Mr. Anders and Stan, and you took on your superhero personas of Flashbang and the Surgeon. Uh, and I wrote here, Flashbang and the Surgeon are born. Um, so one week has passed since uh, F-Bats and Mr. Anders uh, agreed to fight crime under his guidance. Oh, sorry, that's a typo. <laughs> it's been one week uh, since F-Bats has agreed to fight crime under the guidance of Mr. Anders. Uh, we want to do a check-in with Brandon, Bobby, and Lucian, Amakir to see how daily life is going, if anything has happened of note in the past week, and how is keeping a secret identity going for you guys. So we kind of already went over like anything of note. Mm-hmm. Basic stuff, basic crime fighting stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you're scary. You're scary terrors of the night, apparently. That <laughs> scare off car thieves or Hell wagon yes. thieves. Wagon, um, wagon but, thieves. But how's your secret identity thing going? And like, how's your day job going in light of your first week of like staying up at night and doing some crime fighting? Uh, for me, it's not. It's not too much different. Uh, I I'm at the temple most of my days anyway, so not really too. Not many too. Or what? What the fuck am I trying to say? <laughs> it's not, not too different for you. No, like, no, not no, 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 not not very many. Well, people you get that cool are, meditation feature. I do, yeah. So I'm I'm cool. Well, what about you, Brandon? No one suspects anything, mostly because I get bruises from construction all the time. Mm. Cool. So, yeah. Did you t- did you take an injury this week? I always take injuries. <laughs> <laughs> did you like fall off of your high point, your high rise stand or whatever? Oh, you mean during the stakeout? Yes. Yeah, like well during your week because like you're getting injuries at work during the day, but like. 
You, oh no, no, I'm only getting injuries from work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the it's not the night job. So no one yeah. suspects anything because nothing is different. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm a goddamn monster. Um, so let's. Uh, I'm calling. I'm splitting these up into uh, acts, if mm. you will. So each episode should have three acts. So welcome to Act One. We did like a little preview right there. I don't know what I call that. What do you call that? Is that the epilogue or is the epilogue at the end? Epilogue's at the end. So this is a foreword? Prologue. prologue. This is a prologue. So that was the prologue. (laughs) Welcome to Act One, everybody. Let's do, that was a normal check-in. Let's do our super check-in. You show up to the Anders Manor and Mr. Anders greets you at the door. He says, "Uh, gentlemen, it's good to see you. Uh, Let's go down and talk in the basement. In the in the Batman cave, Batman cave, Batman cave. <laughs> greetings, Anders. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys walk uh, down the hall to the right, and he opens up the statue. He knocks on the with his cane on the mm. bottom of that spear. That it's Ooh. like a guard statue. Opens up, spiral staircase down. You're in the R and D department. Um, beakers are running. Mm. Uh, Stan mm. is hard at work. It looks like he's trying to finish something up. He's like sewing some last stitches, etc. And uh, Anders is, uh, he sits down on like a stool and he invites you guys to take a seat. He kind of just motions with his hand. He doesn't say anything. I'll go and I'll sit down. You too. Sit down as well. Man, that suit of armor thing never gets old. That's so cool. It's some good magics. We got good magics around here. It definitely is. Um, (laughs) There's a, I'll have to show you some more stuff later, but it's always not, I like, I like compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, but uh, how's your how's your new lives as uh, heroes treating you boys? Anything anything cool? Anything interesting? I know we've checked in already, but uh, you know, I just wanted to do. This is more like a mental thing. Like, how are you? Good. Yeah, generally good. A little boring. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. To, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy this week. Just the normal yeah. stuff. It's yeah. Not really any buzz. We didn't even have to uh, team up at all. Really, we we were able to stay to our respective places and. Deal pain. That's good. Uh, Stan and I have our feelers out. We're looking for bigger leads because, you know, fighting crime is what we really want to get into here. Oh, yes. And there are things going on. We do have uh, a lookout for the Rouge Rogue, who we found out that's his official name. Rouge Rogue, not Rogue Rouge. Uh, and uh, <laughs> nothing nothing hey, concrete yet. I, I don't see any affiliations with the Thieves Guild. I think this is kind of a one-off thing, which is kind of what we're seeing a little more of, which is what we have you guys in for fight the one-off with the one-off. They bring a uh, bow and arrow. We bring a, a dual-handed crossbow kind of thing. They bring plate. We bring heavy armor or whatever, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. You get the analogy, don't you? Definitely. And uh, so, uh, Stan, how's it going over there? Ah, oh, sir, I'm just finishing up. And he brings over, uh, like, he's got his hands out, like, in a carrying position, and there's, like, piles of clothes in his hands with a set of boots on top. And he brings them over to you, and he's like, here you are, sirs, and he uh, he sets your costume down in front of you, Brandon, and your costume down in front of you, uh, Lucian, and uh, he's like, yeah, uh, feel free to suit up and let me know if I need to make any alterations. Oh, um, I sure will. I'll On it. You, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you to it, and uh, you, you, you folks enjoy. I have some things to follow up on, some reading. Uh, and he goes back to his table, and he, uh, he turns down a couple of his Bunsen burners that he had going, and he mm. uh, flips open a tome that he had bookmarked with like a chain. And kind of makes a thud on the table. And uh, Anders is like, it's nothing I haven't seen before, boys. Go ahead and suit up. I'm doing it, yeah. 
<laughs> Take it off. Just give these right yeah. there. Zipper yeah. sounds. Yeah. Huh? Zipper sounds. <laughs> Zipper sounds. There's like a, that, like when you um, when you stretch a balloon and let it go oh, when you spandex. put on your spandex, <laughs> yes. like over your yeah. shoulders, yeah. like that stretching noise for leather pants <laughs> that leather pants make. Um, yours is more like it's just like rope sounds. Yeah, just rope just sounds. Just cloth. Cloth sounds. <laughs> it's like, Silent cloth. He's like, I'm sure I'm going to get used to the telltale sounds of uh, the surgeon suiting up. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not spandex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, so, uh, have there been any downsides? Those look great, by the way. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm into it. Stan did a very good job. Your spandex is... You look mysterious in gold somehow, and you look... Uh, I'm glistening. <laughs> you look absolutely gl- glistening, first and foremost, but also, like, just a little bit terrifying. <laughs> I like it. I like it. This is good. This is good. I think we have a good mix Somehow he's slathered in baby oil, and we just... We didn't have any baby oil. I don't know how he got that. He oh, sir, I put that inside the, oh, the leather. Pre-mixed? Yes, I pre I pre lubricated it for oh you to get with ease. I'm sure. Did it work out? It worked perfect. It sounded like it. I knew it would. <laughs> I can go down chimneys no problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a low blow, Brandon. Oh, it's yeah. a low blow. It's a <laughs> okay. <It's> one time. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, uh, have there been? Has there? Is there anything going on? Has this been affecting your day to day? Is there anything Stan or I could help you with to, to kind of ease your transition into being a superhero? How do we go about finding crime? Well, um, do we pretty have like much a, just like leave it to us. Do we, have a signal? Like something of that nature? We're working on some things, but um, basically, we've got our hands in a lot of pies uh, over here on our end of things. And you're just the you're just the biceps, you know. Like, is it cool? Like, that's kind of what I was thinking of our arrangement. Is like we point and click, and you go, and uh, we we'll give you as much as we can before you before you go. Like, I do it myself, but I'm fucking old now. <laughs> it's not working out these days. I tried. I crashed a car. It was bad. <laughs> can't drive. I can't see well at night these days. Yeah, they took away my license. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, man. It's a uh, part of getting old, it son. Happens. Yeah, it happens. But you have your youth, and I would say you have your youth, but you're going to have it for a long time. I have a couple hundred years to go, yeah. Fucking elves, you're so lucky. <laughs> okay, well, um, if if that's it, I guess we can get down to the important business, which is what you were asking about, Brandon. You have a lead? I have a lead. Oh. And he takes a newspaper out of his, like, uh, uh, what's he wearing? He's definitely wearing a suit jacket. Does for he have sure. like a blazer on? Yeah, like yeah. He's got he's got a nice blazer <laughs> on. Blazer. He takes a rolled up newspaper out, unrolls it, yeah. and he lays it down on a, a table that's kind of like a coffee table kind of arrangement mm. that he's got going on that you guys are sitting around. Um, so uh, the headline of the newspaper reads "Water Deep News." Um, or sorry, "Water Deep Deep News." <laughs> it's "Water Deep" on the top, and then the main like bold in the uh, old Roman. You know, the like Times, yeah, like New York Times looking font shit. Gotcha. It's a uh, deep news. So mm. uh, the title of the front page article is uh, Return of the Batman. So uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to read it to you. Not my my Mr. Andrews voice because it hurts. <laughs> uh, late Wednesday night, notable research facility Phoenix Labs is broken into by what was reported to have been a mysterious bat-like creature. 
It is presumed by the local militia that the creature was able to bypass security and scale the outside of the building to the third floor. The suspect allegedly broke through a large window to gain access to the facility. Security patrolman Clemens Pintock was severely injured by the, in the encounter with the suspect, who was beaten, slashed, and thrown out of the third-story window into the Kinsey River that runs directly behind the facility. Luckily, another patrolman was able to respond quickly and alerted the city watch. He was also able to pull Clemens to safety, ensuring he was stabilized until medical units could assist. Clemens was taken to Providence Hospital, where healers were able to restore his physical well-being to 100% over time. Several rare components for advanced potion creation were also reported missing and presumed stolen by the criminal. After interview, Clemens reported the creature that attacked him resembled a large humanoid bat creature. This has brought forth rumor throughout the city that the legendary Batman has returned to Waterdeep. Waterdeep or, uh, the uh, Waterdeep City Watch has reported that due to a sharp rise in criminal activity of this nature, as well as a sharp spike in vigilante sightings throughout the city, a new special task force has been assembled to deal with these threats to the city. Headed by Lieutenant Humboldt and backed by the masked mayor the, of Waterdeep, this special force will solely be dedicated to the apprehension of vigilante renegades like the Batman that pose a threat to citizens citywide. Oh, no. And uh, he he calls it there. He's like, there's more to the article, but there's really nothing relevant past that. Um, so what do you guys make of, make of this? They're slandering the name of the Batman is what it sounds like to me. And uh, I won't have it. I simply won't have it. Imposters. It sounds like there's a large bat thing. I'll tell you. what it sounds like. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't the Batman because was I was the Batman. Yeah. Allegedly. Maybe. And it, probably not. And it probably wasn't you, right? It probably wasn't me because I was fucking here. It's true. Looking for leads, <laughs> and here's one. Here's one. That's fair. That's very fair. And the suit that may or may not be mine that I use is is somewhere around. It's not. It's still there. Mm. I don't know. He said it was a, a humanoid bat-like creature. It doesn't sound like me. I, I mean, I I may or may not have dressed like a bat. But you are not a bat. I'm not a bat. Do I look like a bat? No, you don't. Good. Which is why I would have been offended. We are we are crossing <laughs> you off as a potential suspect. I've crossed me seemed. off. It's not me. I'm going to tell you guys right now. It's don't arrest me. Okay. It wasn't me. All right. <laughs> well, that's one name off, and I want tick a tick, <laughs> do a tick mark on my pen on my notepad, please. And what's really worrying about this is this tactical unit that Humboldt is putting together. Yes, a um, special task force. You guys are going to need to watch out. It sounds like they've been grouped together and designed specifically to take you down. Not that anybody really knows about you, but there have been other like vigilante people out there. We've got our finger on the pulse, boys, and it's uh, they're right. There has been a spike in vigilante activity and criminal activity of a similar variety. So maybe the task force is good, but still watch your backs. Um, this is something I think we should look into. As uh, I think it's something that we can handle as one of your first missions. But uh, another concerning thing is that these potions, that materials that were stolen. They're, they're high risk. This should not be in the hands of any citizen or any criminal, for that matter. So that's something we definitely need to look into, and we need to stop whoever, whoever is doing this. Since the attack on Phoenix Labs, there has been another research facility that has been broken into. Same report. Bat, humanoid creature. They're saying it was the Batman. Uh, rare potion ingredients stolen. We are cross-referencing what was stolen and trying to figure out what they're doing with it. Stan is working on that. As we speak. That's right, sirs. I've been doing a lot of reading, and Mr. Anders has as well. Um, 
Hopefully we'll have some leads soon. I have a list of the potion ingredients. Yes, that's good, Stan. Keep keep on it. Keep reading. I'll, I'll handle this. He's like, ah, all right, sir. He goes back to reading. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Poor Stan. Uh, so Always getting mistreated. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> Don't worry. You're going to find out. We'll get to the bottom of it. We'll let you know. Don't worry about it. Keep reading, Stan. Uh, there's, uh, let's see. Yes, our first mission... We're going to investigate, well, you're going to investigate Phoenix Labs. Sound good? Makes sense. Yes. I want you to go in there, look for clues, and basically figure out what kind of went down, cross-reference it with what we read in the news article. I need some eyes on the actual situation. Maybe there will be something useful to help us figure out who or what this creature is. Now, uh, I have a couple of things that Stan and I helped prepare for you to help you with this assignment. And he pulls out a couple of, like, lock boxes, kind of. They're, like, Ooh. little cases. And he puts the first one on the table, and he says, this is a crime scene investigation toolkit. Oh. Uh, he opens it up, and it contains a magnifying glass, um, a small... I request one. <laughs> <laughs> a small brush with powder for dusting prints, uh, special gloves, a set for each of you, and a spare set, tongs, tweezers, and a uh, little special baggies of different <laughs> sizes. Um, he takes out the second case, puts that on the... T- he closes the first one up, takes it off the table, and he hands it out. So one of you take this. And so I want one of you... You can't both have it, but one of you add it to your inventory. Mm, the kit, the whole kit? The CSI toolkit, yeah. Are you more perceptive than I am? Probably not. It would be under here, right? Yeah. Like, what's yeah, your... No. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. Okay. That, that'll be me, please. Okay, so you take uh, you take the CSI toolkit, go ahead and add that to your inventory. He puts the second case on the table, and he says, uh, this is a lockpick toolkit. Pretty basic. Um, this is kind of like a thieves thing, you know, but I have one. I used to use one all the time. <clears throat> I know you guys don't have any special training in this or anything, but it might come in handy in case you come into a situation where there is a locked door that you do not have a key that you do not want to break down, which I might recommend at times. But whatever, you're the ones that are going to be out there. And he puts it on the table, he opens it up, and you see like a lot of like skinny little like things with mm. hooks that are made of metal, etc., etc. Um, so he hands he closes that back up and hands that out. It's like who's going to take this one? I mean, Maybe I, you, I, you I, should probably I, take I it, Brandon, yeah. since he took the toolkit. So go ahead and add a um, lockpicking toolkit to your to your inventory. We, we could always switch if these don't work out in our favor. So uh, I have one more gift for the both of you, and it has helped me in my crime fighting immeasurably. And um, I think there's a map under the map that we have in the middle of the table. Yeah. Oh, but that's the manor. That's the oh, manor okay, map, so I, yeah. I have it here. Nice. This is a map of most of the main sewer lines in the city. They route all across Waterdeep and are essentially, for lack of a better term, a way to travel quickly from place to place without being seen. Ooh. Um, and he, go, he, he has routed... Um, He's routed one of the lines that goes pretty much almost directly to Phoenix Labs on it. Um, it doesn't matter what what line that is right now. Yeah, don't worry about it. But uh, but we know. But you way. know, it's marked. You have a uh, this map has like, and it 
it's not ink. It almost looks like laser pointer. Like, Ooh. like it's just like a magical red glow. It's yeah, magic, yeah. and it, it's kind of like. I don't want to say like. Blinking. It's kind of like glowing stronger and then softer, mm. and it's the whole route. So you're mm. you're. It's obvious where you are, and it's yeah. obvious where Phoenix Labs is, yeah, and the I route see. the route is on there. So just follow that red line, and you're gonna be right there. Just you're gonna have to cross an intersection. Uh, it's probably gonna dump you out right in the middle of the street. So. Be careful. Also, sewage. Bad times. Probably stay out of it. It's like human shit and stuff. Don't. I, yeah. I, it's I a just, sewer, right? Yes. Okay. As long as you guys know. Mm. I don't really gauge like your intelligence. Is that super duper high or anything? <laughs> so I just want to like make information available to you. I appreciate That's that. That's kind of my job. That's good advice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as always, Mr. Anders. Top notch. So uh, you're already suited up, yes. um, but uh, yeah, so I highly recommend, you're suited up now, but I, I highly recommend that you do this operation in your superhero persona costumes as to maintain your secret identities and uh, try not to get caught. <laughs> um, it, should be, it should be okay. Just like, it shouldn't be that hard. Just be, be cool. Just be cool. Take it easy. We cool. Think we it cool. out. Yeah. We they have cool. increased security, but not nearly as much as you think they would have after a break-in. I think they lost their main squeeze that they had there, and I don't think they're expecting another break-in. But, you know, for the public eye, they did do more security. Like, one or two more guys, maybe. Probably. I went over there, and it didn't look like that much more. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we can. We got this, Brent. Okay. Oh yeah, we got it. So, um, yeah, you guys are you guys are good. Um, you guys are good to roll. Let's do it. Let's head towards that. Sewer. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what you guys. That sewer. You guys are traveling down the sewer. Um, you drop into so basically you're gonna go behind Anders Manor and there's uh, a minor line, um, like out in a back alley, like way behind the manor. Like you go into the backyard, like the back the, the grounds pretty much. Mm go behind the wall into like this like kind of wide-ish alleyway and there is a um, like a, a rain gutter that has one of those big openings in the street mm. like it's a cobblestone street and um, there are not a lot of people around back here there's like no one really and then uh, back there's no one at all and it's not really lit either and it's it's nighttime now and there's like one of those big ass gaps like I don't know maybe like three feet Tall, like right at the the curb level. You know what I'm talking about? Um, what are those called? I don't know. Like the gutter. It's things, the gutter, right? and then yeah. it's where the gutter would like open up to let yeah. the water fall into the like sewer system below. But he's some sort of Anders uh, points at yeah, yeah, it's like a drain. Yeah. Anders points to the drain, and he's like, "Well, there you go. That's your first entrance. Uh, that's where the red the red glow starts. Just follow the follow the the line there. You're gonna go from the minor line into the major line, and then." down the major line into the next minor line indicated by the red dot and then out of a manhole I think is where it comes I went over there I think it's a manhole be careful when you come out of the manhole I'll see you guys on the other side make sure you report back with me with your findings let me know if you get arrested we'll try to work something out (laughs) Um, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to bail you out of jail and if we do have to do that again we're going to have to change your costumes because, like, you've been caught. <laughs> That's, that is fair. Let's try not to get caught. Yeah. 
We won't. <laughs> so you guys uh, go ahead and drop into the sewer, and you go down the minor line, and you go into the major line, and you're walking for a little while, and I want you guys to make perception checks. Yeah. Oh. First roll. Yes. First roll. Let me try the flashbang. Perception? Yeah. Okay. I got a 17. Nice. Oh, uh, five. Okay, five. <laughs> nice. No bonus on that? Uh, sorry, Was six. Six, okay. Um, bad. Uh, good, though, for yeah. 17 is very good. So as you're walking, and you have dark vision, so mm-hmm. uh, as you're walking, you look up on the sewer wall, and you see graffiti, and it says, Beware the Sewer King. Oh, uh, Brandon, this... Check this hmm, check what? this graffiti out on the wall here. What what does it say? It says beware the sewer king. You know have you Who heard of this? Who is the sewer king? I I wish I knew. I don't know. We're at the sewer though. And there appears to be a I'm king. I'm the king of the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know if there was some sort of sewer election, but I don't think you were a part of it. I am the king of everything. <laughs> well but just let's be careful for this. I beware no one. <laughs> this is going to be a good partnership, I can tell. <laughs> okay. Let's, I guess, tread carefully, if we can. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so basically you get to... Like, what, what was it, like, written in, though? Was it, like... Like, paint. Paint? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not even blood. <laughs> but did they even have the audacity to use it was, blood? It was red paint, <laughs> and oh. it dripped. See, we don't know. Kind of like red rum. You yes. know how they do that yes. in that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beware the sewer king. It's scrawled, and um, it was kind of high up. It was like maybe I don't know, like seven feet up on the wall, eight feet, mm. somewhere like that. Um, let's see. You, you're coming across like miscellaneous debris and stuff, like boxes, like tin cans, like and just trash, general trash, and it smells horrible down here. Ugh. Um, Brandon, you smell it, or I guess I should call you the surgeon at this point since you're in costume. So yes, um, I'm in surgeon mode. Yeah, so we'll go with that. When you're not in costume, I'll call you by your, your street name, and when you are in costume, I'll call you by your street name. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> by your street name. So uh, the surgeon, um, your perception check was much lower than uh, flashbangs, so it doesn't smell as bad to you down here because you're just not paying a lot of attention. You're just strolling. About. I also have a cover over my You do. Face. You have a cover over your face <laughs> and you're breathing fresher air. So, um, uh, flashbang, you, it smells horrible. Yeah. Down. It smells like piss and shit oh. and just like nasty grime. Um, I don't know if I like this. And there is a stream of sewage going down. This is like a pretty wide tunnel and it is a tunnel. It's got like a dome shape. And um, you're walking on like a sidewalk kind of that's elevated from like this two foot drop into a river of sewage. Mm, Um, Mm. And on the opposite side, there's also like another pathway sidewalk kind of deal. But yeah, you guys are are just walking this red line that is on your map. And even in the dark, um, your map is glowing with the pathway you're supposed to take. Ooh, very cool. Um, So yeah, you're walking along and it's all going smoothly. And uh, you get to the end of the line here and you go... Uh, you have to make a detour. Um, so there is a bridge that goes over to the other side of the the pathway here. And um, 
that will take you to this like minor offshoot, like how you came in on a minor path. You're mm. gonna you, you've now trekked the major path to the endpoint, where you will now take the minor path to Phoenix Labs entry. Right. So um, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna use the same perception check um, that you used before. Um, what's the marching order? I think because humans don't have dark vision, huh? No. No. So I should I be first then? I mean, I feel like you should since you perceive things better than yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like you, what do your elven eyes see, Jacob? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go first. <coughs> Flashbang cool. and then the surgeon. Nice. Okay, so you come across this bridge. It's metal, mm. um, and there's some like so there's some steps, and then there's like a like a platform that goes and like breaches the length of the gap, mm. and then there's steps down. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of like an arch, but like jagged a jagged arch mm-hmm. um you see that this bridge is like rusted in the middle Ooh. like where it looks like there's spray or like maybe f- like over time like the fumes from this um sewage running by yeah. has rusted this bridge Ooh. um and you're not sure if it's safe to cross or not based off of your earlier perception roll gotcha uh, brandon there seems to be a rusted bridge mm that is Indeed. seems to be our our way across. I don't know if it's safe. We should test it. How <laughs> would you like to test it? Can we just like put a foot on and maybe put some weight on it? Yeah, the, the yeah. initial steps look fine. The stuff it's, that's not like directly over the sewage looks okay. So you can like, like walk halfway. onto it. Yeah, it's like it's like the middle. Like you, it doesn't go up very tall. You can like. It goes up like a foot or two, you know, and, mm. and you can see the top of the bridge and like with his perception, dark vision, etc., he can tell that it's like rusted throughout the middle, like in the main meat of the bridge, the, right. the bridge part you really need. So Great. Yeah. It's weird how that happens. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Super strange how that works. <laughs> it's almost like somebody wrote it like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel we may have to make a jump for it if we can't find some sort of other way to go. Great. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I wish everyone could see the look yes, on Steve's face. If only you guys could. Uh, could I look at the the map to see if there is any other possible route that we could take to this place? The main route continues onward, mm-hmm. and um, like maybe you can't see anything up ahead. Yeah. Like maybe there's another bridge, but it's pretty much going as it has been going. Yeah, for a while. So like, there's that. There's I don't know. nothing overhead. There, okay, well, you don't see anything. But, yeah, if you look up, yeah, if I can you can look. see, like, some pipes and stuff from the ceiling that are kind of, like... Do they look in better condition than the... Yeah, they're not rusted or anything like wood? that. You, you can't see any anything wrong with them. They're just, like, they're just like miscellaneous kind of, um, hmm. like, different pipes that are coming out of the ceiling. It's yeah. pretty tall, and it is an arch, but there's, like, maybe, like, a building up there. Yeah. Or, like, like running water, pretty much. So, like, could we jump... To get to them, or would we need like to boost each other to get to that? It's pretty high. It's like over ten feet at mm, the wow. at the very top. This is a pretty big archway. It's like a big sewer. Like, but um, this gap from uh, pathway to pathway where the sewage is running, yeah, is like ten to twelve feet. I would say just call it ten. I feel like we could jump this if we could either take these pipes on the roof, monkey bar across. Uh, but it is high, or we can just try to jump over the rusted part. 
Does the jump look plausible for us? Uh, jump where? Across. Like, like to jump from, like, the okay part the, of the bridge. The okay part of the bridge. Over the nasty part of the bridge. It over looks, the rusted It looks bit. like a full, like, your full running jump isn't going to necessarily cut it in this uh. scenario. Like, you might get pretty close, but you're going to, if you don't think you can jump the whole rusted area. Oh. From what you can see. So let's call the let's to make it make a little more sense. Let's yeah. call the gap fifteen feet, okay. and the rusted part of the bridge ten-ish feet. Okay, gotcha. You can jump about five feet in D and D, if I remember correctly, like a running jump. I don't know. I know it's like determinate on your like strength. I know that much. Yeah. Like whatever your modifier is, it's like that times three or something like that. I can't. Like super remember, but my modifier is zero. So I mean, we can do a check. I can't fucking jump. Yeah, we can do a check. <laughs> we can do. We can always do a check, and we can determine if you got if that's the route you want to go. Yeah, we'll just wing it this one, and I'll get the rules for jumping later because yeah. like that's probably really relevant to this game, and I should have those rules. Hmm. Um, but yeah, not right now. Fuck it. We're just gonna wing it. <laughs> okay, so now seems like a relevant time to bring up uh, an extra system that we're gonna use in this hero game. Uh, it's something I found in the DMG called Hero Points. Uh, I'm going to read it verbatim. Hero points work well in epic fantasy and mythic campaigns in which characters are meant to be more like superheroes than the average adventurer is, which is exactly what we're doing. With this option, the character starts with five hero points at first level. Each time the character gains a level, he or she loses any unspent hero points and gains a new total equal to five plus half the character's level. A player can spend a hero point whenever he or she makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw. The player can spend the hero point after the roll is made, but before any of its results are applied. Spending the hero point allows the player to roll a d6 and add it to the d20, possibly turning a failure into a success. A player can spend only one hero point per roll. In addition, when a character fails a death saving throw, the player can spend one hero point to turn the failure into a success, which is broken. You guys currently have five hero points each since you are level one. Now, um, you guys were in the sewer at Mm -hmm. a bridge Mm -hmm. and uh, flashbang. You noticed that the center of the bridge looks rusted through intact, but rusted through. And um, we have rope and stuff. You do have like your I imagine, right? Like whatever you like pick, the, the dungeoneer or explorer's pack, yeah. and it comes stock with rope. You have torches, you have food rations, you have pythons, hmm. um, those kinds of things. So, yeah, you that utility is at your disposal right now. So I don't want to jump. <laughs> <laughs> you you changed your mind? I changed my mind. Yeah, I don't know how much I trust that, so I feel like I have a better chance if I walk slowly across the bridge. But with the safety line, so I want to tie myself to the good part of the bridge. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's fair. I was also going to propose either my spear or one of your javelins. Right. And we attach the rope to that, try to throw it up. Oh, overhead. Yes. Oh, okay, sure. I mean, I guess Uh, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't go anywhere if we missed. Exactly, Um, yes. Okay, let's try that then. You would like that? Yeah, swinging sounds funner. Okay. It does. It definitely does. Uh, So could I get a... Uh, my spear mm-hmm. and tie off, <laughs> and I'll use my pickaxe. The rope, okay. And I want to try to th- throw it up and get it lodged on the pipes on the roof. Yeah, like if totally. I can get it in there. So go ahead and make a ranged attack. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. 
Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. You add your dexterity and your... You're proficient in that, right? Fuck, I am, but the, uh, it's a twelve. I'm gonna say that's good enough. I mean, it's twelve. It's not super. So you good, see, you see some piping bad. that there's like a couple of pipes that are following like a similar, like maybe one's a little more raised than the yeah, other. Yeah, But you get it through both of them, and you loop your 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 spear goes through that like, like uh, what would you call it? Like a like a hole. You know, like the space like between space. them, basically. Basically, you thread the needle, yeah. right? Yeah, hell yeah. And the spear goes and sails across, and it lands on the uh, other side of the bridge. Ooh, that's a good throw. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll pull it taut so that it doesn't, you know, so don't get screwed. So here, uh, here's where we're gonna run into some stuff because you're you're pulling this rope. Yes. And that spear is coming up, yes. and um. Like when you get it up there and you pull it tight, it just kind of comes loose come and tries starts to come back through. Ooh. So like you have you can see that happening and you have the opportunity to like let it loose. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop doing that. And so where is the where's the spear? Did it like it's dangling? Come back to me? No, no it's, it's like dangling it's near still the dangling. Top. So there? like okay. these pipes are like um, they're a little closer than halfway over the arch. Ooh. So it's kind of just up there, and the more slack you give it. Like, if you let the slack out slowly, the spe- at this point, the spear will go straight down, and it looks like it'll land on the bridge. Okay. In the center of the bridge. So you okay. wouldn't be able to walk to it without walking on the rusty parts. Gotcha. You see what I mean? Cause, like, I do. I know what you're going for, but the yeah. way you went I, for I it, I wanted like, it to, this like, would be to the logical. Yeah, but there was no way. Like, how could you? How? I have no idea. Yeah, so I, like, I would expect the the spear like to wedge, swing, yeah, and then I would pull it taut while it was swinging so that it would be like you know I might be able to between. I I might be able to negotiate with you. So if you Please. if you pull the the rope, you give the spear some momentum and it swings. And yeah. when you let the if you get that momentum going and you let the rope out, it'll swing in a wider arch and maybe you can get it to arch towards you close enough where you can get up on the stairs and grab it yeah. and pull both sides of the rope tight. So let's say you do that. I'm down for that. Yeah. Okay. Please. Totally. So you, yeah, you have, you have a, uh, you have your spear that's tied to the rope and you have the other side of the rope in your hand. Um, nice. Are you going to do your own rope and, and do your pickaxe? I think you said, or do you want to just use his? Um, I'll just use his. Yeah. Yeah. For just like, let's just yeah. get that. Yeah. Out. Yeah. No, okay. That's, okay. So that's what, fine with me. Well, depending on what happens next, what do you do? Right. Right. That's very yeah. true. Um, After you, dude. So I'm assuming like you're going for like a swing here. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, should I use it as like a safety line? Oh and, like, yeah. Walk or you could just do it? that. Yeah. 
or swing? I could just push you. And I swing? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so you're going to so swing, swing over the bridge? Over the bridge okay. with the surgeon's assistance. Yeah. Go His ahead. Assist swing. Um, I think you have enough base strength, uh, flashbang, to just hang on to this rope. Yes. Maybe you can like wrap it around your hands or something for a little extra... I hope so. Give. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming you untied the rope from your spear and yes. like refastened your weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead, uh, surgeon. Give me a strength check. Okay. Strength. Basic strength. I guess it would be athletics. Uh, Twelve plus your athletics. Athletics. Oh. So. Fifteen. Fifteen is good. Um, yeah. You give him a push, and you totally get enough momentum to get across Ooh. to the other side. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you like pull yourself up and like raise your knees and you yeah. do the swing. And when you get down to the other side, you like let some of the slack off of one side of the rope and yeah. you land safely on the other side of the bridge. Mm -hmm. And you still have both ropes in your hand. Uh, I will. Um, nice. I'll see if I can swing them back towards the surgeon. Yeah, you're going to let go of both sides of the rope. Yeah, that, that should be fine. You should be able to do that. Um, mm, hold on. Well, I just told you it was fine. Yeah, okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> so that's you, fine. You, throw, you yeah. throw the ropes over, yeah. and it's it should be easy enough for you to, like, grab onto them. Right. So what are you going to do? Mm, I'm just going to swing as well. <laughs> okay. Um, try to be specific about how you want to do this so I can kind of get a mental picture so of what I'm, you're going uh, for. So I'm going to pull the rope back so that it's a little bit taut. Okay, stand right. your mic. And then I'm going to have a running start. And then when it gets closer towards the center, I'm going to lift my legs up. <laughs> okay. So if you're going for this, uh, if you're going for this maneuver, it's going to be really difficult for you to do it. Um, so basically you'd have to have enough slack for you to be on the path you're on. And then as you run, there's going to be more slack in the rope. You know what I'm saying? Right, so you'd right, have to right. tighten it as you ran and then you would have to run up some stairs and then jump. But I can see what you're doing as feasible if you do it from, like, if the bridge isn't in the way. If right. you do it without the safety net of the bridge underneath you, I can see this move working. Um, so you would be on, like, one side of the... And there's enough pipe for you to move the rope over to do that. Um, you would be on one side of the bridge, and you could have, like, your arms fully extended upwards to, like, really get... That as high as possible. As high as possible. And then when you run forward, you would like pull yourself up right. so, and lift your knees. And then you would get that momentum to swing across. So basically the only thing you're sacrificing is the safety net of the bridge with that with that kind of maneuver. So if like you're willing to do that, we can work it out with an athletics check right now. Actually, before I do that, uh -huh. how about I just tie my rope to my pickaxe and toss it over to Flashbang? And then tie that rope to, to me. That way, he can just pull me over. Oh yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, that that'll give teamwork. you teamwork. Yeah, teamwork is true. making the dream work. It's so true. I'm gonna give you advance with that move. Okay, you do that move. Yeah. You tie your pickaxe to a rope and tie that rope to your waist belt, and you throw it across. It doesn't even have to. You don't even have to catch it. It yeah. can just land on the ground, and he can grab it. Yep. But basically, you are doing this without the safety net of the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So that is all set up. I'm going to give you advantage on this athletics check because you have assistance. 
Very nice. Sweet. Let's roll it twice. Yeah. Keep the high. Keep the high. Keep the one that's high. Nice. Oh, that's going to do it for sure. Oh, well, you just advantaged straight out of a crit miss. Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> nice. So now... Um, so what was that, 20 then? That was probably... strength plus three? Yeah. Are you proficient in athletics? You made it. Yeah, so it was um, it was five, so it was like 22. Yeah, 22. So 22 is totally enough. You do this safely, and um, yeah, you make it across to the other side. Sick! Thanks, bro. <laughs> Very good improvising. Yeah. I liked it. Do you have my rope? Oh, right. Um, you do? It's threaded through, though, so how do we go about... Both ends are loose. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I, took, just... I took the spear <laughs> off, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just pulled it back down. Roll cool, cool. Up. Yep. Nice. Good job, man. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, the legendary <laughs> handshake. <laughs> you both put one knee forward and one bicep out of the forearm at a 90-degree angle, and you slap bitch. your palms together. Power stance. <laughs> Flashbang. Unsurge. <laughs> Unlimited excellence. Crossing bridges. <laughs> we okay. solved your bridge puzzle. You solved the shit out of it. You, well, you, didn't, you bypassed the yeah, entire bridge puzzle. We so. did. Hell I yeah. guess that counts as solving it. It does. Um, but yeah, you guys make it down this uh, this offshoot from the main path, and you see uh, a small, um, but wide enough for you to climb, ladder that mm. looks like it's on like a slide, kind of. Oh, okay. It's not all the way to the ground, mm-hmm. basically, but it's like 10 feet up off the ground. And it goes, it, it would like lead you out of what looks like a manhole. Mm. This looks like our exit. Yeah, it's a dead end and everything. Brandon, like uh, do you want to give me like a boost? Like grab the ladder? Yeah, yeah. C- come on over here. Yeah, you can do that, no problem. Yeah. So yeah, you, g- you grab the ladder, and when you put your weight on it, it slides down to the bottom, and uh, yeah, totally. You, you made a ladder. Okay. I guess I'll go up and try to peek out, a manhole, out of the right? manhole. Yeah, yeah you, okay. get to the, you get to the top, and there is a metal, like, heavy, thick... Um, you know, it's a manhole cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check. Ooh, a stealth check. Uh, 11. 11 is uh, not the not best. Not super good. <laughs> so when you push, um, I mean, it's fine. When you push this manhole up, it makes, like, it, it was a little heavier than you're expecting because you're having to do it with one hand while you grab and this I'm a, uh, ladder. I'm a weak boy. <laughs> and it, you, hear, you hear, like, a scrape. <laughs> Um, but you peek your head out, and luckily, as far as you can tell, there's nobody out here because it's like pretty. It's getting pretty late at night. But you do, you can tell that you are in like a very. Um, it's quiet out, but mm-hmm. it is an it is an intersection, and it doesn't look like it's very busy. But you are in the middle of an intersection. Okay. You, um, you see some buildings around, but you don't see any people. And I don't. Do I see Phoenix Labs yet? Like, um, you know that it's beyond the intersection okay. and like over in its own lot. Uh, is there like an alleyway or something like that I can duck into? Like yeah, there's there readily? are alleyways nearby. Okay, I want to just pop out and go straight for an alleyway if okay. I can. So um, yeah, go for it. Um, I think you can do that no problem without okay. without being uh, that you can tell you haven't been spotted. Yeah. Um, yeah, the surgeon, you are in the manhole, <laughs> and your homeboy just like looked out and just dipped without saying anything to you. Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as my cue to dip as well, but I want to cover the manhole as we, you know, as you exit. Yeah. Okay, do, are you gonna be stealthy about it? No. Okay. Oh my no. god. No, because I mean, he he booked it, so I'm just gonna book it too. Yeah. Stealthy. I don't I don't know how. So you push the manhole up and you get out and you put it back and you look around and you don't see anybody. Yep. Um, but yeah, you you kind of take his 
lead, I guess. Do you like? I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't know why we're rushing, so I'm just gonna rush with you. I'm not far, I guess. Is what oh, if you I see, mean, yeah. you see him book, so you're yeah, just being yeah, fast, I'm, also. So you could probably make it out and cover that manhole in time to see where he went, yeah. and you follow him down an alley. So um, beyond the alley, you're behind some like maybe some shops or homes or something like that. Mm. But it's definitely shops because of the, like the district this is. So you make it beyond the alley. And there's a small pathway and some kind of like grassy knolls on either side of it. Mm. And you go down the pathway and uh, you don't see anybody, but you break off. uh, These knolls kind of start to taper off so you can see over them. And you see uh, a large structure and it's definitely Phoenix Labs because it has um, basically imagine a big column as like the central fixture of the building and then two rectangles affixed to the side of that column. And um, it like the central like column like forms up and it's a big statue of a bird's head and on the uh, rectangular building portions that go outward there are like formations wings. stone formation of wings and <laughs> it, cool. it looks of like course. it looks yeah. like a phoenix yeah. and it, over the like chest of the bird um, um like where the, the rectangular portions would meet the central column it says phoenix labs on it and it is uh slightly illuminated mm. um with uh gas like lamps that mm. are kind of covering the grounds um the the grounds here do look very nice and kept um there's like some hedge work and pathways and but immediately to your uh, a ways down the path and to your right and you're still kind of obscured by these grassy knolls you see a guard shack mm. and the longer you wait and and look you can see um small figures out in the distance with torches that are kind of strolling the grounds Mm, and like you, assume, patrols, basically. you assume these are the patrols um, to the right of the path beyond the guard shack and that runs alongside the back of the building um, so like it kind of comes down so you came down this path and you're looking straight at this Phoenix Labs building there is a, a like a river like a very small river like just beyond a stream um, running um, parallel to this path and then it takes a hook left and it cuts just to the side of the building and behind the building. Mm-hmm. And according to the news article, it is where that river starts to get close to that building, um, where, where the, man was, thrown the man was thrown into it and out of the third story window. Um, these rectangular portions, they are three stories. That central portion looks like it is taller than that, maybe four or five stories. Gotcha. Um, how much of those have rooms in them? I do not know. It is mostly a giant bird head. <laughs> um, the guard shack is illuminated, and uh, I'll leave you there. Sorry about uh, leaving you back there, Brandon. You good, bro? <laughs> uh, it seems like we have found our quarry. There are people patrolling. You think we should go down that that aqueduct river thing on the side? Maybe? Yeah, we should search for clues. We should, especially along the river. We should. Uh, are the the patrols? Um, do we observe that the patrols are going anywhere along the river at all? How how long do you want to spend observing the patrol? Spend what, like fifteen twenty minutes? Is that too much or too little? Well, okay. How, how about at a glance? Are they, are they even moving? They are moving. Okay. Yeah. If you spend like at a, a quick pace, they're strolling. Um, one of them is walking along, currently walking along the immediate perimeter of the building itself. Mm. Right. Another one is walking in like a more central area of the grounds. And 
like quick observation, there is at least one guard in the guard shack, but it's hard to tell because it is like a shack with like it doesn't have like a full like it's not made of glass, you know, mm. it's made of like wood and there is a glass window or something like that, but mm. you can't really you can see one guard at least. He's like at a, like a check-in window maybe. And where's the one that's patrolling the perimeter of perimeter of the company? Is the he building? Yeah. He he is on the like from your point of view, the yeah. left-hand side of the building, which would be the right wing. Okay. And he's walking towards the left wing. So he's walking basically like across. He's walking it, from your left yeah. to right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like there's a clear path to that aqueduct river thing to the right of the building. Yeah, you have these grassy knolls on yeah. your on your right. Um, but it looks like you can kind of, if you wanted to get over to the river, you could go over there. And and there's no patrol over there currently. Okay. I think now is our chance to get across. And get yeah. to the river. Yeah, let's hustle to the river. Um, this, uh, how are you going about it? Uh, stealthy, though. Let's try to sneak, yes. Okay, Let's go not ahead. be too loud. Go ahead and make those checks. Oof. Group stealth check. Get it, surgeon. Oh. Not bad. Uh, 16. 11. That's pretty good as a group. Um, so you start to... Oh, a marching order also, I'm sorry. Do you want me to go first again? Sure. I'll go first. Okay, so flashbang, you take the lead, mm-hmm. and um, you hear like a clink clunk of like weapons smacking together initially as you start to walking, and uh, Surgeon, that was your hand axe hitting the butt of your battle axe, Ooh. and uh, you guys freeze to a halt for a second and look over at the guard shack that you can still see, and the guard is over there, and he's eating something. Oh, he's and good. it's all he's good. good. And all you guys right. continue on your way. And yeah, you make it to the river. Sick. Um, could we do some sort of perceptions around here? Like, we yeah. want to get to basically where the guard got thrown out, right? Right. That would be up. at the base of the building, yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, what do you... Are you going to start... Look, when, when? Tell me when you're going to start looking for clues and when you're traveling. And like, what? where you're trying to go exactly. So this river is running along like, like the way the path with would, them, right? and then it hooks left and cuts towards the inside, uh, toward the building, um, and then it it does meet up with like the that right that left wing on mm-hmm. the right side of the building, mm-hmm. and then cuts behind the building. Okay, at like a, it would go like at a left. You know, I would say not until it turns left to the building, basically. Okay. Yeah. Totally. So we would sneak up until that point and then kind of start looking around. There's anything. Okay. Um, so we'll continue to use that stealth check, which was pretty good. Okay. Um, so you guys are sneaking along the outside of the river. So that would be the side of the river that is towards the grounds. Yeah. Um, so while you're walking, I want you to make perception checks. Mm. 18. 23. 23 is very good. We got to fill those in. Nine. <laughs> we do yeah, have nine. Um, so nine, it's basically the same story as in the sewer, um, where um, Flashbang, you are strolling around along this river. You're doing it in a pretty stealthy fashion. Mm. Um, the guy behind you is a little louder than you'd prefer, yes. but not anything that's going to raise uh, an alarm uh, so from this distance, but you do notice that both guards are walking towards the river on their respective pathways. So mm. you're kind of like your timing right now yeah. is going to be where if you get like within 20 feet or 30 feet of the building, 
that guard is going to be right there. Like the river is going to be within like 10 feet of him. He's yeah. going to be right there. Yeah. And that other guard that was walking the grounds, he's kind of doing like, like he's walking around like bushes and stuff, but mm. he is heading that way also. And mm. you can tell you see like torches. Yeah. You know. And from where they are, is it like, um, like at like a decline? Like just no, so it's, I'm it's actually, imagining this or is this like level ground there's a with slight, each other? There's a slight decline into yeah. the river, yeah. but nothing that's going to obscure a, a full there's person a, even. Okay. Like okay. you would have to go full prone and you'll still be exposed probably. Mm. Like to some level, you'd yeah. be you'd be mostly hidden, I guess. Yeah. Like it's nighttime, blah blah blah. And so somebody would have to like come up to right where you are if you went full prone, I guess. But it like even that, I would say, is a risk. Okay, um, surgeon, I think we should slow our gait and let these guards pass us, or else we'll intersect uh, intercept at the same time. Intersect. I each other. I agree. <laughs> Try to be stealthy. Actually, hold on. Let me throw something out there. An axe? Sure. sure. <laughs> What's up? What if we go back to that shack where that guard was eating those snags and mm-hmm. then just, you know, put them to sleep real quick? <laughs> uh, you know, just check out what's in that shack. You know? That's, Could find items. That's true. You know? And how are these guards communicating with each other, if anything? I mean, it's just torches. What yeah. kind of communication goes on in this world? Um, You do know about... Magical like walkie-talkies. There are several forms of, man- of magical communications that are kind of some of it's like Harry Potter esque, where you have animals do it for you. Some of it is like, um, like like Rocky talkies. Like there okay. are rocks imbued with magic that allow you to communicate, but you don't know what's going. They don't have the intel on that right here. This is um the feel that I wanted it to have when Andrews was talking about it was that this was kind of like a publicity stunt. They don't have the funds to like put together a full task force to protect this building. They think the threat has come and gone and that's about all that's going to happen. No one's going to mm. break back in here because the valuable thing was stolen. Um, they added like two extra guards to the grounds is what he said to you guys when you could tell like the normal security detail is, has been doubled but it was so low budget that it's still very low budget. Mm. Um, so you don't know what technology they have exactly. Um probably would have been suspicious for Anders to like get too much intel on it but he was yeah. confident that you guys would be able to get in here so how do you want to go about <laughs> it do you want to be confrontational or do you want to be stealthy because we can totally like just put this guy to sleep <laughs> take take his uniform take him know. for all he's worth yeah uh, I think get uh, some keys maybe <laughs> I don't know we don't even know if he has the keys I would like to be stealthy personally Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Just throwing it out there. I, I, I appreciate it. Teamwork makes the dream work, so. <laughs> so that conversation takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, but you guys have halted pretty much like somewhere between, maybe like somewhere along like a third of the route yeah. along the river to the building. Yeah. I would say. Like I wanted to slow enough to let them pass us again, basically. Okay, so here's the... Here's the thing that's the that's working out for you right now. As you talk, you look up and you yeah. see that 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 guard that is by the building He's, is probably if you slow your roll a little bit more, yeah. is going to beat you there and most likely. Well, yeah, you don't, we don't know if he's going to turn down and come down the river as well. We well, don't know. That. Yeah, you don't know what his route is. Okay. So, but the other thing is that this other guard that was kind of patrolling the central grounds yeah. is moving towards the river also. And he's taking longer to do it because he's moving around like hedges mm, and plants mm, and things like that. Mm. 
And he's just, this guy kind of seems to be moseying and like killing time. And the mm. other guy seems to be like on his patrol. Gotcha. I'm worried we're going to be exposed in this river area. I, we may need to put somebody to sleep. <laughs> it may need to happen. I just don't know. I can, I can probably. Like the good thing is that there's like trees and stuff that conceal the center myself. guard is like mo- having to move around. There's yeah. some obscurity for him seeing you at yeah. the river. It's just the other. The closer floor. you get, there's less of that. Okay. You know, to the building. Yeah. There's a big space between like where there's like hedge work going on and trees. And to, can to the these building. two guards, are they, can they see each other? Yeah. You probably like they're like this, that guard in the middle is obscured sometimes when he's yeah. moving between stuff, but like they're carrying torches. So yeah. it's pretty easy to spot where each of them are. Mm. So I was thinking maybe we could spirit the one that's doing the main grounds, spirit him away. And, <laughs> we could. And, uh, that way we would have one less to deal with. Just say the word. <laughs> I, I don't like this approach, <laughs> though. This, is, this doesn't seem... Uh, Are you willing to get this job done? <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, want to bust our e- first e- mission, dude. No, we don't. And I feel like us being... Um, Minor casualty. <laughs> no, we are, are superheroes, Sergeant. Uh, I feel like we should... Greater good. And Anders did give you like a code of ethics that he yes. suggested you follow. He strongly suggested you do not kill and that you follow like a general good moral compass. I feel us murdering people will, will give people the wrong idea. I thought we were us. spiriting him to sleep, not to yes. the gates of Hades. No, not <laughs> we're not escorting him to Tartarus. We are just putting him to Mimis. But how we do that... Chokeholds. Look at me. <laughs> Guys, I understand. You are the surgeon. Uh, if you feel confident enough to... Just give him that good anesthetic. Yeah, to yeah. give him that anesthesia. <laughs> that local anesthetic, you know. And uh, I mean, we might have to. Oh, my God. I mean, we, we can tag team this. I mean, you can, you know, just go around the, like the corner and be like, Gah! and then... He'll go check out what's that noise, yes. and then I'll just sneak up behind him and then choke him it's out me. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are good plans, but I feel like we're gonna have two people to deal with and not just one. They're that close to each other? No, they're they're pretty separate. I mean, right now, right? Let's call it like a few hundred feet to the compound from the guard shack. Maybe like okay. 100, 150. Let's call it somewhere in there, and. Um, so the space between those two guards is like 75 feet. I don't fucking know. Mm. They're, they're a good distance away from each other. But I want to I point out again, they're very easy to spot from everywhere because they're yes. carrying torches. Yes. If a torch just falls down, people are going to notice. Actually, if we just take away the torches, you know, how, how close are they to the river again? They're they're moving closer as you guys speak. Um, you have some time. I mean, I, you have enough time to finish this conversation for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I hope love so. it. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we we could take out we could take out the guard with the with the torch, and yes. then that way visibility is out. They they won't even be looking for him. The other guard's just moseying around. He's just not even paying attention. This is true. So take out the one. The one closer do- to yeah, the take out the building. one doing his job, but closer to the river, so yes. we can put out that fire. 
Mm. Unless you have another way of putting out that fire. Uh, no, I, did, I was just going to take the torch or something. I don't exactly. <laughs> you just take the torch and be <laughs> visible. As, yeah. Well, yeah. no, no. That's, <laughs> I would take it. I would. To be fair, from like where, where you guys were scoping the vantage point, you couldn't make out facial features or build. You knew it was a person. Oh, okay. But they were, you could tell, you could tell there was a person because they were holding a torch. Mm. Mm. So like. You could spot. You're like, oh, there's two guards out there, and one on the guard yeah. shack because the guard shack is lit, yeah. and those two torches are bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say we follow that plan. What you said. Take out the Take- guy, doing his job. Yeah. Let the guy who's mosling, let him do what he's doing. Yeah. And we get in. Let's do okay. That. Yeah. Sure. Let's, let's do that. So can I? Um, so are you on distraction duty? And you will, you will choke apply the muscle choke duty. <laughs> You're on muscle duty. Okay, yes. That's, yes. I'm into this. That's fine. Okay. Uh, can I, with the wood elf thing, it said that I can try to, um, like, blend in with my surroundings when I'm lightly obscured. Can I try to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're going to use nice. your stealth check from earlier, okay. and now you're just, like, super stealth. Yeah, because I, like, with my black cloak and everything like that, I just kind of want to get, like, super super low to the ground and I do it's, want to you're okay you know how in Assassin's Creed you can blend in with the crowd yes you're doing that but with the plans with the plans that's exactly <laughs> what I want to do and yeah then, totally um, I just want to make it clear that yes. I'm getting his uniform because yeah, you can blend in that's fine yeah. I'm wearing spandex yes nice. that's what you do you, with the damn surgeon's mask and cap on and I room. imagine the cap is like baby blue yes <laughs> it is baby blue yes. no 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 no. it's green green it's is for surgeon green. oh yeah <laughs> it's very green. Right. it's like that light green <laughs> yeah. I'll call it medical green um so yeah I wanna I wanna take up position behind a behind a bush I wanna be obscured yeah. from this guy and so, so you Let's call him, you were a third down the river. Yeah. Let's call that guard halfway down the river, but moving inward toward the river. Mm-hmm. And that guy, the other guard, is at the face of the building, and he is getting pretty close to the river at this point. And that's so, the one we're going for, right? That's no, you're the going that's for the halfway guard. The halfway Because if you're going to okay. obscure yourself behind plants, there yeah. are no plants up towards the front of the okay. building. There's only plants out halfway. Yes. Uh... I suddenly don't feel very good about this, but this, I think I feel like this is just me. So you're moving. Hakub. You're moving <laughs> these reticence. So you're moving in toward. You're yes. obscured. You're you are stealth, my friend. Yes. You are moving like a like a silent. I want to like, be a cat in the night. You're a and cat. Just, Gato de la noche. Get, exactly. And I yeah. just want to get uh, to a to a bush where I can easily caca, and I want to. Okay. So. Um, you get to that bush. What are you doing while he's stealthing up to that bush? Because he's going to have to go like in the toward the grounds a little bit, not right. too far. But where are you going to position yourself? I, I'm trying. I'm trying to flank. So wherever. So he's he's approaching the guard. I would imagine from. Um. So the, that guard is in between you and the building. Mm-hmm. Right. Or did you want to go back the other way? No, that's that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so you'll have to go up to the guard from the other side, which is means that you are between the guard and the building. Make sense? Yes. So if we made you're you're basically making a guard sandwich. Yes. And uh, yeah. So that's cool. Um, we'll use the stealth, the group stealth check from earlier is good enough yeah. to move, especially with your your super stealth. Yeah. Um, so you get in position, and you start distracting this guard. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it. Uh, yeah, I want to get there, and I just want to look at you and go, hmm? And just... Cuckoo! <laughs> Cuckoo! 
Um, you, yeah, you see that guy. Um, make a performance check. I'm just a birdie, too. Okay. <laughs> you're intimidating a bird. Or intimidating. Um, maybe you imitating. are. You're imitating a bird. I got a good minus one to this, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Ooh, no. a, that would be a two, good sir. Oh, man. You hear the guard? The guard looks over at in your direction. Uh, not He can't see you because yeah. you're, like, super hidden. Yeah. Um, but he's like, Who's over there? Is that a, that's a, there's somebody over there. And you hear him like start shuffling your way. <laughs> I immediately want to start pouncing on him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you're going to make a, you're going to grapple him and you're going to try to put a Mimi. So I'm going to need yes. you to make a strength check. No problem. So there still. Please, God. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! That's okay, a five. that's a five. Yeah, it's um he. How ba- far are they from me? <laughs> You're all pretty close together at this point. I'm gonna call you. He's on the guard. Yeah, S- surgeon, you get your arms around this guy's neck to go like give him the squeeze, but before all that baby oil that you had kind of is like still on you a little bit, and he oh, just no. is able to like slip Slipped out from underneath. Right out. Yeah, he he like dexterly gets out of there. And he turns around and he and he looks at you. I want to rush him. Okay. So <laughs> what do you do? We're bum rushing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's on now. The gig is um, up. Yes. And he looks so stunned at what he sees when he turns and looks at you <laughs> that he is like he turns like ghost white kind of and like looks like he doesn't know what to say, but he's like, <laughs> I want to take this. I want to seize this opportunity to. I want to knock him out. Yeah, okay. For the second character of his night to <laughs> yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna knock him out. Um, Make an attack roll. Shit. And this is, is this going to be unarmed? Or what are you doing? What are you, I don't know. I want to, like, I don't want to stab him. I don't want to hit him with the spear. Okay, let's get into call. this. Uh, you yeah. can specify to me lethal. I want it non-lethal. So I want to, like, so smack him with, like, the... You flat basically end of turn, the spear, yes, basically. the flat end of the spear. That's how it'll work. Is you hit him, it basically becomes blunt damage. Yeah. Uh, eighteen to hit for that first roll damage. Bit of it. That's a D. Could I do that as versatile? Could I do that with a D eight? Like if I'm like swinging it like as a bat, basically to knock this fool. Yes. <laughs> Non-lethal. I know. <laughs> Non-lethal damage. Non-lethally. It's eight damage. And you both hear a a deafening thwack (laughs) as uh, the flat end of the spear connects directly with this man's temple. He drops his torch to the ground and his his body drops to the ground. And he is is unconscious. Okay. uh, I'm sorry, miss, man. I could not put him to sleep. He's so freaking slippery. That body, <laughs> that baby oil. That we need to talk to Stan about putting less yeah. lube. Yeah, just a little bit. Into your spandex. I was also sweating nervously a little yes, bit. Yes, that's fair. This is our first real job. We need to dispose of this man, though. Could you grab his arms? I'll grab his. No, no, no. I'm gonna strip him. Oh, you're gonna change into. Yes, yeah. We should not do this here, though, because there's that guy coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no guy coming. There's no guy coming. <laughs> there's a guy patrolling that outside. He's almost yeah. to the river, pretty much. Which is not, he's not, not looking in your direction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to strip him and ch- change it to his clothes right now. Yeah, go ahead. So there's a lit torch on the ground, like a cobblestone pathway. Uh, I would like to. And there's, a, there's an unconscious body, and you're both standing, and you're mostly obscured by bushes and stuff and darkness. 
can I obscure? Can I um, snuff out the torch? Yes, on the ground. Don't yes, do it. Don't snuff out the torch. Don't do it. What? Let me hold on to it. Oh, so you could be him. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, you pick up the torch. Yes. Cool. I'm the guard now. You're the guard now. You're the captain. I'm still wearing now. my surgeon mask. Though. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna take time to strip this guy of all his clothes and yep. put them on. Yeah. That's gonna take. That's gonna take a little bit of time. That's fine. It's gonna take like at least a minute. At least like it's gonna take like two three minutes for you to do that quickly. So, um, but you you can do it. And um, uh, what are you doing in the meantime, Flashbang? Like Assassin's Creed style? Can I like shove him in a bush like so people don't like? Can I hide <laughs> yes. the body basically? Like, <laughs> yes, can you can. <laughs> yes, you can hide the body. You okay. find you find a hedge that goes pretty much to the bottom. And, but n- there's a little gap there, and you're able to like shove him under yeah, there yeah, and yeah. get him like totally obscured. Sleep, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the meantime, okay, so that, well, he's stripping the clothes. So this yes. is going to have to take place. He gets the clothes off, and yeah. then I'm assuming you're grabbing him and after I that. Take him, yes. What are you doing while he's getting his clothes stripped off? Um, I just kind of want to look around and see if we, um, if we alerted anybody to our. So far, basically. With so that, far, um, with that nasty it doesn't. Hit. It doesn't look like it. This guy has made it to the river, and he's he's standing there. He's not moving from there. Okay. In this minute, it it looks like if like you're looking close with your dark vision, probably you can see he's just kind of like gazing off into the distance over the river. Okay. Yeah. Um. For that for that minute. So then you grab this guy and you stash him in a bush, mm. and now uh, you are a guard. You are dressed in guard clothes. I am dressed in guard clothes. Luckily, this guy was a little bigger. So these clothes, you were able to put them on over your spandex. Yeah. Because that's... I mean, it was skin tight anyway, so... (laughs) Yep. So, yeah. um, You've got, like, a set of, um, like, a little darker than khaki. Let's call it brown, because that's what that is. (laughs) Um, Let's call it uh, brown uh, cargo pants, um, a brown jacket with like some po- front pockets and stuff yeah. it's pretty mm-hmm. basic but yeah. it is uniform wear and he did have like a guard hat it's like a white cap kind of um are you sporting that as well over your over your surgeon cap or are you yeah okay yeah but it's just over the surgeon cap like, right like all of his his entire uniform is just over, over my stuff. perfect yeah. okay yeah so you're holding a torch and everything you're you're basically a guard a weird yep. weird looking guard it's the guardian you look <laughs> the gurge, the, gar, gar, the guardian of the of, of the galaxy. You look good. Uh, you look good, surgeon. Thanks. Uh, we should dip. We should go to the end of go to the back. Right? Is that it's what we're at going this point for? that that guard has turned around and started walking in the other direction like from the back. back the way he came. Okay, towards that's, the building. That's amazing. Okay. Um, then yeah, we want to go towards the back of the building. Sure. Right. So stay, stay out of his yeah. line of sight. Yeah, basically. basically yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, you guys can pretty much. Um, I mean, are you still holding that torch? Yeah, I don't want to look suspicious. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. the other guard still had, had the torch. That's true. Could I? Um, you said that there was less and less um, like foliage. shrubbery and yes. foliage as there, we go up. Yeah, there's a point the right where there's the right. none, and then there's like a stretch, there's like a 30 foot stretch where there's nothing at all but grass, and, it, okay. and you get up to the building. I don't, I don't necessarily want to be right next to you, right, right now, just yeah. since you have the thing. So can I be like a little bit to the right of him? Like yeah, in he he's walking like more of a feasible guard path, yeah. and you're walking towards. I'm like parallel along with the river. him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. So you make your way towards the building? 
Yes. yes. Okay. You get to the corner of the building where the river meets the building. There is like enough space to walk between the river and the building. Okay. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, could we? Is there anything on the floor from here? Like, is this the side of where the guy was thrown out? The yeah. Make uh, make a perception check. Okay. Where the fuck? Ugh. Eleven for me. Oh, Steve's rolling bad. Steve's rolling super bad. Oof. Four and eleven. Eleven's yeah. good enough. You, if you look straight up, you can see where a um, like a large pane of glass was broken, most likely because it's all boarded up. Okay. Is there anything like on a at our feet? Like it's, I don't imagine that there would still be glass or no. It looks like there was a cleanup nature. crew that came along. Like if okay. you're looking at the ground, you can kind of surmise that there's like some footprints here, and it looks like somebody raked. Mm, okay. <clears throat> so I imagine we have to go inside. To get our, Do you want to investigate to around the floor here or the actual room where the man was thrown? We should get inside. Okay. I think. Yeah. Sure. You said it was like three stories up. Oh, I forgot. You found a ring of keys when you were that. You have a ring of keys oh, that, that guard had on him. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Access. Access. No. Oh, and uh, and probably like three gold. Three gold pieces. Three gold. <laughs> Add three gold to your inventory. Fuck Two yeah. for me, one for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, you found some. You found some gold and probably like a like a like a granola bar. Ooh, uh, sick! Like a cliff bar. Yeah. Um, could I? Or I guess we. Um, I want to get to the back of the building and then see if there's like a back door or like a side door, or something like that, that we could access the interior. Um, there's, yeah, you're looking around the building here mm-hmm. and there's nothing like that. Oh, it's, no, there's no back door. It's flush. There's windows around, but there's no, not on this side of the building. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like not on the side, basically. The, you saw like a front entrance, yeah. like a main front entrance yeah. where most people would probably go in. I'm kind of picturing like the way a hospital is laid out where yeah. there are like some emergency exits off the side and things, but nothing like, not immediately where you are. There's no like exit out. Onto this, like, basically a riverbed. Yeah. Um, I guess let's keep on going around the building to try to find a a back door. Sure. Side door. Something like that. Are, 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 do we have to worry about the other guard right now? Is he walking towards us? He was walking away. Like, away. basically a, the opposite direction of where you guys are. Like, yeah. you guys were on that corner of the building where it meets the river. He walked towards that, stopped, and then walked back the way he came. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think we should be cool. I, okay. I still say let's stop. I want a contingency plan. Yeah. I say if for any reason we get caught, yeah. you're going to be my prisoner. I, that's fine. Yeah. All right. And then when I call him over for help, we're going to ambush him. I'm down. And that's it. Cool. If we get caught. Some classic get help. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Got you. So you guys are walking along the back side of the building. Yeah. And you come to the center column and you find a cellar door. It Ooh. is at a slight so there's like some concrete in a square that is built at a slight angle upwards. Mm. Um and there are two like kind of barn door style like they would like look like they swing open. Almost like when there are tornadoes and people in Kansas like bail into their basement. Yeah. It looks just like that. Sick. Want to try your keys? To yeah, see if we can get in. Up right here. There's no lock. Oh. Oh, okay. Even better. Let's go. Let's go in. Yeah. Could we make uh do like a perception to see if it's like not ex- like 
trapped, I guess, or investigation check. Investigate it somehow to make sure it's okay. Ooh, nice roll. Twenty. Yeah, nothing going on with this. Okay. Just some doors. Let's open it. Who's opening it? I'm opening it. Okay. I'm the guard. Okay, you, you open these doors and you're hit with like a kind of musty smell, but there's a staircase that leads down into um, some place you can't really see the end of. I have a torch. Let's go down. Let's do it, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't think I need this anymore. Right. Okay, so you walk down and you find yourself in the basement level of the facility. So, uh, yeah. It looks like there's, so you, you look straight ahead of you, you like are met with a wall, but then it goes around a corner. Actually, let me just show you this, like corner here. So this is the, this is the basement level. You came down these stairs right here. Okay. So you see like this little room that's right in front. Yeah. And if you go around this corner, you can see three doors. Yeah. And then if you go around this corner here, you can see another door. Right. Hmm. So what do you guys want to do? There's a couple doors you can. This this is a pretty simple. We're gonna keep it really simple here. There's a few doors you can go through. Three of them are to your right. One of them is to your left. What do you want to do? Do you want to investigate the other doors, or do you just want to get to that third floor? I want a dungeon crawl, so <laughs> I want to see the other doors. That's okay. Fine. Yeah. So let's just open them up one at a time. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's open them. Let's open them all up and pretend you did it one at a time. Yes. You open up the first one. It's full of medical like robes and outfits and boxes full of like clothes and pillows and blankets and like storage stuff. You open up the second one. It's full of barrels marked toxic waste. Oh, okay. You open up the third one, and it's just like miscellaneous shit: file cabinets, paperwork, stuff that looks like it's marked for burning, things mm. like that. And, and so Phoenix Labs is just a random lab, or is it like a medical facility? It is a, um, it's a research facility mostly. They dabble in some medical stuff. Like people here, when, like imagine a worker wearing like a big lab coat, okay. and like, you find like things like goggles and like old broken beakers and things like that. It kind of looks like um, what Stan would store in his shit like where where he would keep his storage stuff like right. old shit that he doesn't really need but doesn't hasn't thrown out yet or whatever or spare parts um you're coming across a lot of that in this basement right so lucian should you wear some of these clothes we just found too or you good on the off chance that somebody finds us yeah i mean we're like in the building and there, you're wearing that there are lab coats on a rack and they look pretty clean oh uh, yeah in sure that second door yeah. Okay, you put on a lab coat. Fuck it. Now we're both in disguise. You're both in disguise. You're wearing. You're in disguise. In disguise. I like it. That's true. Yeah, we're doubly disguised. All right. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to do in this little corner where the three doors were? Um, could I inspect maybe that toxic waste? Yeah, or these are like sealed barrels. Is it like um, like medical waste? It's can like I medical can waste. That basically. it's marked. It's marked like biohazard. Yeah. You don't okay. really recognize. Like you can tell it's like. Yeah, I'm not a smart boy. But. They're like yellow barrels. Yeah. It, like all of the normal signs that this is danger, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then I like. I mean, it can't be that dangerous because this door like wasn't under lock. Yeah. It looks like they're doing something like that would not fall into code, basically. Mm. Okay. I just want to mark that end. Okay. Let's let's, let's go down the third yeah. door. Let's go down that last door. Yeah. 
Oh, that third door was just like full. Oh, you mean okay? Stuff, so there's right? a fourth door around the other corner. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so so. That, there was just like miscellaneous. It was like paperwork, filing yeah. cabinets, like yeah. stuff that they're like old medical receipts, probably yeah. or things like that. I don't fucking know. Um, nothing important. But you go down that other door. It leads into a hallway with another door at the end of it. Um, could we maybe do some investigation? Make sure there's no like trip wires or. We'll use your investigation okay. from earlier, yeah. and there's nothing. I just want to stay, yeah. But you get to the door at the other end, and it is locked. Do you want uh, to try your Yeah, I want to try keys? all of my keys. Yeah, totally, and you do get to one that works. Yes. Yeah. It's like a. It's like one of the most basic-looking keys. Like, almost all of is your keys... Is it like keys, a card key, or is it like a jangly it's, key? It's a jangly ring of keys that, Ooh, like, the better. one that opens this door, and you could tell, like, looking at it, it... Is one of those? It's got like a loop on one end that is attached to the ring, and then it has a pole that comes out, and it yeah. has like those two teeth. Yeah, like you could tell, like this key was meant for this door. Right. Like you tried a couple, and you're like, oh, it's probably this one, and you put it in and turn it, and it totally unlocks it. Nice. Ooh, good job. Hell yeah. Um, and you get to here, and there's like a couple of like tanks against the side of the wall mm-hmm. um, that look like they're filled with like clear liquid. And then um, there's like a little like cubby hole of uh, that like goes around the corner with like um, it's like kind of under the stairs. There's like some some cubby holes with like files in them, like uh, more boxes. It's all dusty. And then there's a staircase right in front of you. Goes up. We're trying to get to up. Yeah. To the third higher floor. floor think, right. Yeah. yeah. OK. So we want to go up. Let's go up. OK. You go up and you make it to another door at the top, which is also locked. But it looks like it's the same key that you used from before based off of the lock. Right. So I want to use the same key again. You use the key and you open the door. And as you open the door, it creaks. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the room on the other side is large and dark. Large and dark. Oh, I still have my torch, though. You do. Yeah, you have a lit torch (laughs) on here. Uh, Is this... um could we maybe do like some perception to see what's what this room is all about? Yeah, totally. Please, should I roll perceptions? I you think you to? should. Well, you have dark vision. I'm just going to tell you what's in here. Okay. So. Um, it looks like a big lobby area, and there's some there's some like doors around the perimeter of it, but there is like a seated waiting area. Um, but otherwise, there's no like signs of life here or anything like that. Um, and on the opposite side of the door you're on, of this room. There are uh, double doors that look like they open up into another room, mm. like another main room. When we were outside observing the the patrol and everything, mm-hmm. like just for that brief time, did we see anything on the interior of the building? Like, could we see any lights coming from the inside or anything no. in that nature? We couldn't, right? No, you didn't. You didn't take the time or effort to like okay. try to scope that out. Okay, then that's fine. Um, Do you want to investigate the double doors? Is it or or? We're not on the third floor yet, right? No, no you're on the first floor, presumably. Oh, right. Oh, we were in the basement. Yes. Okay. So this is probably where the entrance of the building is. Yeah. Well, you're in that, um, like, you're in that, so when you walked up, this part like of the, the building would have been bird. the right-hand side. Oh, okay. Yeah. The right wing, basically. Yeah, it looks like you guys, so you guys, like, went down a long hallway. Yeah. And it, I'm going to tell you, it brought you back to, like, the edge of the building with the river. Okay. And you can tell you're like looking in towards that center area. Gotcha. Like those double doors, they that's that's where the opposite side of this room, that's what's gonna lead you to the, the center column. Yes. Most likely. Um it's double doors. Sure. Let's just be careful. 
Okay, um, let me get uh, another group stealth for inside. Stealth. God, Steve, you're rolling so bad. <laughs> it's the worst. Ten. Uh, Ten's not that bad. Nineteen. You rolled an eleven last time, and you rolled really well again, and that brings the whole group check up. So, um, yeah, you guys uh, move swiftly and quietly through this uh, this lobby area, and there are some some. It looks like rooms to like the left and right of you as you move across it, but you make it to the double doors. I said, let's go. Right. Was it the third floor of the right wing that that dude got thrown out of? Basically, um, where you were trying to get to, if yeah. you're trying to get there, yeah. when you came up out of the basement, it would be two floors directly above you. Above, right? Mm-hmm. 